Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Whether you are listening over at pathdesign.com in the audio-only versions or you're joining us here on YouTube, you can subscribe here and sign up over there um, to get notifications of when this program is updated. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in, whether it's your first time or your 100th. Thank you for watching today specifically. Uh, it is cold. Uh, where we are here in the southeastern United States, we are covered in snow, and we might get single single digits tonight, so it's a good time to be inside. And uh, I just want to share some things. Um, I do want to say, though, before I get started on what we're going to talk about today, uh, the last episode that we did just a couple days back when, when we read the book of Micah, if you, if you made it all the way through... Uh, to the end of that video, or even the audio only for that matter, congratulations, you probably did better than I would have done um, because we ha started having some audio issues uh, about two-thirds of the way in. I don't know what happened. I'm hoping it doesn't happen again today. I'm, I'm trying to avoid wearing headphones during these recordings. Um, back when we did radio, that's fine. I, I didn't mind that, but as far as video goes, I don't, I don't want that. Uh, but we might have to result... Uh, to doing something like that. So again, I just apologize. I wanted to at least make a note of that. Um, we we don't do editing and, and all this type of extra work uh, production-wise. Um, maybe one day we will. I don't know. Um, but not for today. So hopefully this will work well. Um, but what I want to talk about today for just a few moments is uh, what I titled Mercy of a Father. Uh, Mercy of a Father. Today I just had some time outside um, my son and I have been out sledding and driving our side-by-side -side through the mountains and uh, just having a good time out in the, in the snow and in just a beautiful winter day here. Um, and he got cold and wanted to come inside, which was notable um, in and of itself. And I opted to just stay outside for a little while and just walk some of our woods. Um, I, there's just something about being out in the woods when, when there's several inches of snow and, and, and generally when it's clear blue skies and the sun's out. I just, there's just something very surreal about it. I don't know what it is. Everything is quieted. Um, even when you're walking, you can't hear anything. And so it's just for me, it's really conducive if you're dressed accordingly and you're willing to hike through the snow. It's just, it's just really good for, for introspection and uh, just communication with my father. And and so I just wanted to kind of let you in on where I've been today. And perhaps this is where you are or or where I would say is a good place for us to always be, um, reflecting on the mercy of a father, and in this case, our, our heavenly father, the perfect, our perfect father, Yahweh. And, and I'm just going to read a bunch of scriptures and, and just talk for a couple minutes upon them. Um, but I just want to get into our minds and into our heart's posture, the goodness and kindness and mercy and compassion and forgiveness of our Father. Um, as, as we mature in what we understand and, and, and as we add knowledge and understanding to our beliefs, um, I think it can, I just see a lot of people, and even myself can be this way if I'm not careful and cautious to tend to it. We can kind of, we become a little bit hard towards just the simplicity of being a child of the Most High um, that is just such a beautiful 
expression of, of who we become when we are brought to the Father via the Son. Um, it's, it's a fascinating thing. The adoption process of the Scriptures, the verbiage that we're told, about how we are, through Messiah Yeshua, we are brought into the fold of the family of Yahweh himself. And it's a wonderful thing. I just want to I want to um, just read some verses, um, and we'll do a little bit of commentary along the way. I'm going to be all over the place, but a lot of Psalms. Psalms chapter 90, verse 8, to start with. You, Yahweh, have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. And so just first thing out of the gate, we have to understand that we cannot understand the Father's forgiveness and compassion and mercy unless we first understand his 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 all-knowingness, and <laughs> we'll make up some words. There are no secret sins. There is no compartment of my heart that is off-limits to him, that he has not seen laid bare before him. Every single thing, friend, that is in your heart is laid out on the table before the Creator of all things. He knows all, and, and David knew this, all of our iniquities. Now, Wow, who could count them, right? All of them are laid out. Our, mo- our most secret sins are in the light of his presence. He sees all. He sees into our most dark places, friends. Daniel chapter 9. To Yahweh our Elohim belong mercy and forgiveness. Why? For we have rebelled against him. Okay, so why is this in here? There is an acknowledgment from men like Daniel, uh, like David, um, Asaph in the Psalms, and we could list a number of individuals, of course, the biblical pattern of men after God's own heart. But, we, well, even this, Daniel in chapter 9, we referenced when I talked about Micah a few days back. The, the, the most marked distinguishing factor, I believe, of a true prophet is that they are always confessional on what what did I say just the other day? The, the, the inclusiveness of self into our rebellion, our iniquities, our sin, our depravity. We as a people, we as your people, Yahweh, have been rebelling against you. We are guilty. There is guilt upon our hands and upon our minds and upon our hearts. We are guilty of idolatry. We're guilty of turning to the left and turning to the right and turning away from your right rulings and going our own way. We are rebellious. Daniel was making that clear. Yet, Yahweh is full of mercy and forgiveness despite seeing our iniquities in their entirety, as we just saw in Samuel, uh, Samuel, Psalm chapter 90, he sees our secret sin. Now, I want to jump over to Psalm chapter 103. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's only 22 verses, and I want to point out a couple of verses um, specifically. Bless Yahweh, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless him, O my soul. Forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things, 
so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Yahweh performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. He is compassionate. He is gracious. He is slow to anger. He is abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. This is good for us as a rebellious people to remember his promises. This is a biblical pattern of his redemption, of his, of his, um, of his calling back to himself his people. He is abounding in patience and kindness and mercy. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. Let's read a few more and we'll come back to that one. That's, that's my bullseye for, for tonight. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him or revere him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so Yahweh, our father, has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. This is going back to there's no secrets. Everything is in in the light before him. He's mindful that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. When the wind has passed over it, it's no more. In its place, acknowledges it no longer. But the loving kindness of Yahweh is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. Do we see the pattern here? His compassion for those who fear him. His loving kindness for those who fear him. Slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness for those who fear him. Do we understand this? There are prerequisites again and always throughout the scriptures. His righteousness to the children's children, to those who keep his covenant and who remember his precepts to do them. He, Yahweh, has established his throne in the heaven and his sovereignty rules over all. All right, let's go back to, uh, I'm going to get sidetracked and we could spend hours on this. 103, verse 10. Um, back during Sukkot, Tabernacles, a um, couple months, three months ago now, I don't know, it's probably been three at least. Um, during one of the gatherings, assemblies, uh, during the worship time, man, I was just, I was, I was reading this text and I just kept reading this over and over in my head. Um, 103, 10. He has not dealt with me according to my sins, nor rewarded me according to my iniquities. And I just kept praying that, really, in, in my head as, as, a, as a prayer and as, as a praise of thanksgiving to the Father. And, and it was just one of those moments in, in the assembly that was just, I felt, like, I felt like the Holy Spirit was just at work. And one of the brothers that was kind of leading the, the worship for just the way things played out, he said, Joel, do you have something you want to share? As we're, they're just playing music and everything. And I just remember, I read I read Psalm 103, and I just read, I stopped, and I, I don't remember how many times, I read verse 10 at least three times with, with some oomph behind it. 
because it was just resounding in me what? The mercy of a father, his compassion, and not giving to me according to what I deserve. And that's why I'm doing this recording today is just to remind you, friend, if necessary, to to sit down and quiet yourself and remember what you are deserving of. Those in the Torah community, have you forgotten what you deserve? Are you so captivated with what you have become now and what we know that maybe the the wide way Christian churches, they don't even know what we know. There is an equal plane for us all, an entry-level place, if you will, that we have got to go back to, our first love reality that constantly reminds us. We remind ourselves and one another when necessary We deserve nothing but the judgment of the Father, His righteous judgment. And so may we be walking in a constant awareness of this reality that we have been shown mercy. Let's talk about these words for just a couple minutes. Um, Psalm 103.10, when when this, this, this phrase, He has not dealt with us, it's all over the Genesis creation account. This dealt with us. Um, and in the Hebrew, it means made, make, or accomplished. Okay, so so when Yahweh made something, is is the same as he dealt with. He he accomplished something. He was performing something. Okay? So Yahweh has not brought about and accomplished against us what we deserve. He has not created a work that is according to our sin, guilt, and offenses. Okay? If we can understand what I believe the text is saying, he has not created a work, he has not accomplished something in response to our sin, guilt, and offenses towards him, our rebellion. Now, the two Hebrew words here um, in, in verse 10 specifically are different. Sin and iniquities. The latter is saying he has not paid us back for our perversity and guilt, okay? He's not recompensed us according to the guilt of our lives. And so, and let us remember now, let's remember, because we've got to be clear with this, this precedes Yeshua, okay? Now, now my previous understanding in the Christian uh, doctrine was that God was always angry and vengeful in the Old Testament, and then he sent Yeshua to be a lowly baby who grew up full of compassion and mercy and forgiveness for mankind and shed his blood innocently because God became so full of compassion to become a human being. Friends, he has always been compassionate. And, And if you are just in mainstream Christian doctrine, you have to understand you have to understand what I'm saying. Because whether subliminal or or just blatantly said, we have been taught in Christianity that that Yahweh really is different on this side of Yeshua. That that you kind of have the God of the Old Testament of, of Moses and fire and smoke and shaking mountains and the Israelites fearful and trembling at his presence and the Ark of the Covenant and all these things that that wrathful, vengeful, angry God 
lowered himself and became flesh and dwelled among us and was somehow different. He changed himself to become man. Friends, that is not biblical doctrine in its right understanding. He was, he is, and he always will be full of compassion, full of mercy, and full of loving kindness for his people. Always, always, always. Yahweh is love. It's Again, I say this all the time. It's not an attribute of him. It's not something he does. It is literally his essence. It is who he is. The Father is love, full of mercy. He has always been this way. He didn't just, like, pour out all his wrath. And we have to understand Scripture rightly now. Okay, don't be ready and armed to, to, to take me to a verse and say, but it says right here. We have to rightly understand what was poured out upon Yeshua and why. It's not just all of our bad sin dumped on Yeshua so that God's not angry anymore because he became so angry at the Son, and the Son took all of our all of the anger that Father had stored up for his rebellious people. There is so much more at play, friend, than just merely appeasing or satisfying Yahweh's anger towards humanity's sin. We don't have time to get into it. That's a lot of two-house stuff, too. Let's go to Psalm chapter 130. We're going to read it. Out of the depths I have cried to you, Yahweh, Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, if you Yah, should mark iniquities, who in the world could stand? Okay, here we are again. Even playing field. If he counted all of our iniquities against us, none would stand. But there is forgiveness with you. What? This is Psalm 130? This isn't, this isn't John chapter 4? No, friend, no. There is forgiveness with you that you may be feared. I wait for you. My soul does wait. And in your word do I hope. My soul waits for Yahweh more than the watchman for the morning. Indeed, more than the watchman for the morning. O Israel, hope in Yahweh for. With him there is loving kindness, and with him is abundant redemption. For he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Again, this is the ancient function of Yahweh. Towards his people, full of mercy, full of compassion, full of patience, always has been, is today, and will be. Until the culmination of the ages when, when his judgment is, is come in full, full dose, full measure, to redeem his people. And to bring, bring his people back to himself in fullness. I want to read this. Again, another prophet. This is Ezra chapter 9. Uh, we're going to read um, 10 to 15 probably. And uh, we're going to move towards being done already. We're keeping this short today, and I hope the audio is working well. Okay, verse 10 of Ezra chapter 9. And now, O our Elohim, what shall we say after this? We have forsaken your commandments. Okay, pause. The more I read the prophets in my modern day, modern day, present day lens, not modern day, <laughs> my present day lens through the ancient understanding of what the prophets were saying. And again, 
We have to understand the gospel. We have to understand the ecclesia called out, set apart, holy people of Yahweh. They were always being called back to the commandments of the Father. Always, the prophets were all, if that's what everything was built on, okay, the, the apostles and prophets, what were they always doing? We've got to return back. We've forsaken the right rulings of Yahweh. We've forsaken his ways. We're going our own ways. We're a lawless people. And just like always, this man Ezra is saying, we have forsaken your commandments, which you commanded by your servants, the prophets, saying, the land that you are entering to take possession of it is a land impure with the impurity of the peoples of the land. Here we are mixing with their abominations that have filled it from end to end with their uncleanness. Therefore, do not give your daughters to their sons, neither take their daughters for your sons, and never seek their peace or prosperity, that you may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. Verse 13. And after all that has come upon us for our evil deeds and for our great guilt, seeing that you, yell, you our Elohim, have punished us less than our iniquities deserved, and you have given us such a remnant as this, shall we break your commandments again and intermarry with the peoples who practice these abominations? Would you not be angry with us until you consumed us so that there should be no remnant nor any to escape? O oh, Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel, you are just. For we are left a remnant that has, has escaped as it is today. Behold, we, we are before you in our guilt, for none can stand before you because of this. And so here it is. This, we could do this all night. Endless examples of breaking his commandments, and in this case, intermarrying that Ezra is addressing, we have been guilty of harlotry. We have been deserving of being divorced and cast away and put out. Yet you, Father, always make a way to pursue your people and to make them your possession because you are full of mercy. Full of mercy, full of compassion. Psalm chapter 86, verse 5. For you, Yahweh, are good and forgiving abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Okay, again, the scripture is always a if you, then you will. When we, he will. In this case, you're good. You're forgiving. You're abounding in steadfast love. But it is a prerequisite upon he is, th he is these things to those who call upon him. Verse 15 of Psalm chapter 86. But you, Yahweh, are an Elohim, a God, who is merciful, and you are gracious. You are slow to anger, and you are abounding in steadfast love. Friend, are you walking in a constant awareness of the mercy of our Father? He is Incredible. I should not know him. I should not be a new creation. I should not be, be presented to him in any way holy 
consecrated, set apart, distinguished as his possession. I am not deserving in any way. My condition is of no value apart from the work, his awesome work in my life through Yeshua, his son, purchasing me and delivering me to the Father. I have no problem with that. There is no good in me apart from him. And I just want to remind us of that today. That whatever we're doing, whatever we're learning, whatever our gifts, whatever our ministries, no matter how great we either are seen by others as being, or how great we think we are, or how many things we've accomplished and what we know, we all come in at the same place, which is a rebellious people who are not deserving in any way of Father's endless mercy. So, friend, I just wanted to remind you of that as I'm reminding myself today. Take your own walk today. Have a little conversation with your Father and thank Him for His mercy. You've been watching the Path to Zion podcast. We are rediscovering the ancient way. Subscribe to this channel. Reach out to us. Send us an email. I'm telling you, man, I'm not making this up. I love emails from y'all who watch and listen. Podcast at gmail.com. Man, we got people who have emailed us who live up in Saskatchewan. There's no way, there's no way I'm very cold down here. It's going to be 10 degrees tonight, but that's probably a heat wave for y'all up there. Wherever you are in the world, thank you. Reach out to us and, and correspond with us. Let us know what Father's speaking to you. Give us ideas on things we can talk about here. I don't know much, but we can study it out. We've been given the Word of God and Holy Spirit to teach us all things. Friends, there's hope for us. There is hope for the body of Messiah today. So I hope you're doing well. I pray that you're hearing the voice of what the Spirit is saying in this hour so that we can find out the perfect ways of our Father who's full of mercy. Amen.